0: hello and welcome to the daily lawyer podcast my name is jenna krishnan and i am your host as you probably know today we are going to do something a little different on the podcast we are starting a new series called ila dialogues times ddr ila is international legal alliance which is a network of independent legal practitioners from over 150 countries across the globe Uh, who sort of uh, band together on a best friend basis to give effective legal solutions to their clients. I am so happy and proud to announce that uh, The Daily Lawyer is part of the ILA network. So today we are going to have with us, ILA is established in Bombay in India, I must say. Uh, Today we have Mr. Jamshed Mistri, who is a counsel of the Bombay High Court and also the founder of ILA. Jamshed, we, we are going to get into his story and his career trajectory and what led him to start the ILA and all of that in a separate podcast, because that is a long conversation. But uh, I really wanted Jamshed to come on today because, you know, as one of the things that ILA does in addition to like providing a sort of effective solutions to clients is also advocate on uh, some issues which need improvement around our country with the, the respective courts. And uh, you may all have heard uh, that the Supreme that uh, Supreme Court announced that from September twenty seventh, twenty twenty two, live streaming of all proceedings before the Constitutional Bench of the Supreme Court will be available for the public to view, which is a huge momentous win. And this uh, this particular issue was very ably argued by Jamshed Mistri, along with Senior Counsel Indira Jai Singh, And uh, I really wanted Jamshed to come on to speak about this issue, what led him to, uh, what led them rather to take this up, how did they do it and everything. So it's a really short, quick episode. I'm so grateful to Jamshed that he uh, agreed to give his time so generously. So I'm waiting to get into this conversation uh, and I hope you all derive value out of it. Hi Jamshed, thank you so much for joining us today and uh, for being so generous with your time so today and I know we we can have a really long conversation because you have a very interesting career trajectory uh, but we will we'll save that for the for the next episode and today I really want to know about this great win for yourself for ILA for our country and uh, how did you think of doing this like why did you think it's important that we should have a live streaming how did it start when how where did it start can you just take us through
1: everything? Sure. Actually, there are. Uh, I mean, this credit actually should go to several citizens and you know, so several uh, uh, you know lawyers, including uh, the person who really played a very major role, senior advocate Indira Jaising. I mean, uh, uh, if you go back in history, there have been so many persons, individuals who have actually gone to court and said that, you know, we would like for a variety of reasons, whether it's the High Court or otherwise, saying that, uh, you know, we would like whatever, because whatever is said in court, you know, doesn't get recorded. So you don't have a verbatim sort of record of it, uh, uh, you know, in, in today's day and age. So so that that's how it actually started. I mean, uh, if you go in, into the past, you know, people have tried to, <laughs> uh, uh, to the extent, bring in, you know, recording devices into the court, and they have some who have been caught, have been, you know, severely penalized for it, and, and things like that. So, I mean, that that's the, the you know, uh, sort of interesting uh, history of, of something like this. But I think, importantly, is 2016-17, when... Uh, uh, a petition under Article 32 of the Constitution was filed uh, yeah, by Indira Jai Singh and uh, certain others also, you know, uh, joined, uh, uh, when there was a law student called Swapnil Tripathi. He had also filed it more from the educational perspective. And uh, we uh, sort of uh, joined the petition. We said that this is, uh, you know, very, very essential. And uh, in fact, uh, uh, a friend of mine who's a a litigant, uh, Mr. Amrish Kilachand, we've said that we not only support this, but we want to bring in additionally uh, uh, the question of legal transcription. So this this happened. And uh, then the Supreme Court heard this matter for almost over a year. And, uh, you know, a lot of deliberations happened. We met the attorney general. We showed them how... If you know the since the parliament and the uh, the legislature, they used to record every single of their meetings and uh, you know even legislative assemblies had to record it. So we said, why not? You know, this arm that is the judiciary should should also get it. A lot of research has gone into it. I must say we have uh, um, the the fact that you know I was uh, able to practice law and I've seen how it happens in, in other countries of the world. Uh, we've brought all that to the fore. We submitted it uh, in, in a variety of ways. We did experiments. I mean, for example, we even had an uh, an experiment done with a few members of uh, the ILA where we got an AI app and and did a mock, uh, sort of a MOOC uh, court and said, let us see if, if Someone is, uh, you know, acts as the, the judge and two lawyers arguing against each other what their the transcript actually will look like. So we got that done. We submitted it uh, to uh, a technical person from uh, the Supreme Court e Committee, you know, and, you know, showed them how this is done. Uh, also, I think some of the great examples uh, we also showed was. Uh, The International Court of Justice at The Hague, the Court of Appeal in in the UK. I mean, they are very fine examples of how, uh, you know, live streaming, transcription, translation, simultaneous translation in different uh, languages are done. So I think all that was uh, was done, was shown. And then, you know, of course, when the pandemic happened and everything had to go online, uh, this kind of accelerated the process. So, you know, the use of technology became you know, much better. And of course, the, the, the other thing is, initially, it, it, uh, everything was being done on business platforms like Zoom, et cetera. Now, slowly, slowly, the, the thought process is that the, uh, the Supreme Court and all the other courts, like others around the world, will have a separate cloud on which all this will come. So this this is, uh, you know, will, will take place. And I think just the fact that, uh, uh, you know, all constitutional matters in the Supreme Court will be shown live. I think it's like, <laughs> you know, people have come out, uh, you know, we've come out of the dark ages. People know now exactly what happens in the most important limb uh, of democracy in our country.
0: This is brilliant. I did not even know that you have put in so much work and so much different work than what people think lawyers do. Like uh, doing your uh, experiment with, uh, you know, mooting, getting an AI app. How did that go? How was the experiment? Was the legal translation okay?
1: Yes, I think, uh, I mean, of course, we we purposely used a free app. We said, let's see if if we can get good results. We got about, I think, 80, 85% accuracy, which is fantastic. So it's really,
0: really good with a free app. So hopefully with a paid version, you may, you may get much closer to hundred.
1: That's right. And, and, you know, the best part about technology is that it doesn't waste time in getting implemented. So once you you implement something, it's immediate. You don't have to, you know, wait for other things. So it's, it's, it's very good. And uh, the, the great thing about the, the order was that very clearly said uh, that in 2018, in fact, it came out on the same day as the Azhar judgment came out. Uh, and it said that, uh, of course, there will be certain limitations in the sense that uh, matters of uh, sort of, which had, uh, uh, you know, confidentiality and other aspects, uh, you know, including rape, etc. cetera, you know, uh, where it involved children, those could, would be, you know, excluded uh, and uh, you you would also have uh, uh, you know the uh, uh, like for example internationally what happens is uh, if if for example you are in uh, you can't afford or you're you're on legal aid then transcripts are actually provided free of cost now here the court can decide that if if they find that the uh, you know it, it is a commercial suit then parties may even have to pay for uh, transcription so it's 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 like that so i think these are uh, issues which uh, uh, will have to be you know looked into by uh, uh, the court uh, on uh, in the administrative side so i think this is uh, you know very very interesting and this will bring out an entire you know new sort of branch of uh, like for example in the past how you had typing institutes you probably have now an institute for transcribers and, and uh, translators because we have form. so
0: many languages at least 20 state languages oh,
1: yeah and uh, you know now of course with technology it can it can be simultaneous so that is also not a problem uh, the other uh, you know interesting part is it will it will benefit uh, uh, you know not only of the lawyers, judiciary, I mean, for example, every time a new judge comes in, you know, he can actually get to know what happened on the last occasion, which is not possible today. (laughs) You know, uh, he can, you know, read through the transcript. He can uh, take a look at, uh, you know, what happened in, I mean, literally like real time. So, uh, and also reporting of Cases, I think that's another very important aspect. The the whole issue of reporting will change. So, it, because it is factual, it is there. I mean, I can then go back and check and see. Okay, uh, you know, uh, that is this what has happened? It was quite often, you know, wrong reporting sends out a wrong message. Also, I think the other aspect is, uh, hopefully, over a period of time, there will be a lot of discipline you know in uh, in the court proceeding you'll start on time you'll end on time all, all these things and then of course for persons with disability i think for them also it is extremely important that you know they know what is going on in court they can participate and uh, yeah i think and and hopefully this this whole process will slowly percolate you know uh, to the lowest court to tribunals to everywhere
0: yeah, I think it's an absolutely great initiative. The point, I mean, you made amazing points, but I think the one takeaway for the one big takeaway for me is that it will increase accountability also because people can see today. Unfortunately, none of us have accountability that way. You know, if something happens, we we make a mistake, our client suffers. Yes, you know, but uh, we don't put, we don't suffer in our individual capacity so we don't have that account most of us maybe because of our uh, because of our personalities we hold ourselves accountable but there is no one body holding us accountable to a certain standard of of uh, uh practice or a certain standard of service pro- service rather so that is really nice do you have just to wrap up this quick podcast was supposed to be a short episode do you have like if you have to say one or two big lessons that you learned through this process and uh one or two sort of big messages that you want to give the listeners of the podcast in and through this whole, whole uh, journey of yours with this particular case what what do you what would you say would those be
1: no, i think the <clears throat> most important aspect is you know at the end of the day, you know, one has to remember that uh, the court and the judicial system is, has to be, uh, you know, there not only for what it stands for, but at the end of the, the day, it, is, it has to be for the citizen. I mean, he, he is the uh, the end result it, it is because of, uh, you know, uh, uh, the petitioner or the, the plaintiff and the defendant justice has to be, and this is such a crucial cog in that system, because if you have transparency, and yes, uh, to achieve that in uh, India, uh, it has taken this kind of, uh, you know, time, uh, you know, we could have adopted this many, many years ago, but, you know, for whatever reason, uh, you know, uh, one reason, of course, was, uh, because one tried to find out that uh, as to why, you know, we didn't have transcripts in our system, for example. Uh, of course, live streaming and all this was never uh, there because it was uh, technologically not not found. But the uh, one of the reasons probably was because the judicial system, for example, took away uh, the jury system from uh, except for, I think, Parsi Matrimonial and uh, uh, your Corona's court. We don't have the jury system in India. So that was one of the reasons, uh, probably why, you know, it just became judge-centric and therefore it just, just went out one day, finished. There are you'll be amazed to find that there are judgments and there are traces of transcripts in the non-electronic age, even as far back as 1900s. So, you know, I think to, we've come, you know, a long way from that. And the, you know, the citizens, the law students of tomorrow will at least get to see and hear, you know, how uh, uh, the judiciary has fared, how people have argued, and I think it will improve things on all sides. So I think that's the biggest takeaway.
0: And what is the way forward? Is the way forward uh, percolating this down to all the other courts, right down to the sort of the lowest court in the lowest tribunal? That's the way forward.
1: Absolutely. The uh, Supreme Court, uh, you know, e committee has a uh, a vision, has a plan, and uh, I'm absolutely certain that, you know, it will be implemented uh, over a period of time. So maybe we can uh, (laughs) uh, do a I'll catch up two, three years down the line to see how they fare.
0: Okay. On that note, thank you so much, Jamshed. We will get you back for a longer episode because we have you have a lot to share and I know a little bit about your story and why you started ILA and I really want that message to go out to everyone, at least through this podcast. So thank you so much for giving us your time and we'll see you soon on another podcast. And this thank is you. the first, uh, I just also want to announce that this is the first episode of our TDL Times ILA Dialogues. We're starting a new series with uh, various lawyers and law law practitioners who are part of ILA. It was only right that we start this series with Jamsheth, who's the founder of ILA. Uh, and then we'll have a lot more episodes on this series for all of you. So thank you for sticking with us. And all of the information about ILA, about Jamsheth, about all of us will be on the show notes. So you can check that out. Thank you, Jamshed. Thank you. See you.